computer. Fantastic. Okay, so welcome everyone. We are week, what are we? Week two of Naturally Healthy Club. And this week we're talking about one of my favorite all-time topics. I maximize the pleasure of food. So, um, and I wanted to start with a quote from Tim Fargo, who says, who you are tomorrow begins with what you do today. So just a reminder that like what like what we're doing now is like really setting our future selves up for success. So plan for today is I've just got a tiny bit of news to share. Then I'm going to do a recap from last week so that we can refresh our memory of what we covered last week. So if memory is anything like mine. Um, then we're going to, I'll do a quick, I'll do it like a really top level recap for the live event, just to remind us what we covered then. And also, so, um, that you like, and if you haven't checked out that replay for the live event, if you weren't there, then you'll, you'll have like some idea about what, what it, what, what's, what's in store for you there. And then we're going to be talking about this idea of maximizing the pleasure of food. So we're going to be doing our tasting exercise today. So I hope you've got your two pieces of uh, food to, to experiment with and have some fun. Um, and then we'll talk about home play, like what we're going to, what you're meant to be working on this week. Uh, and then, and it's a, that'll take us to the first half hour. If you need to go after that, perfect. But if you want to hang around, then we'll be doing coaching in the second half hour. So it will be, I want you to think about like sharing a celebration or a tiny win with the group. So something that you've noticed that's working well, and then we'll also open up to coaching. So that is the plan, big plan. Okay. So the only news is just that the live event is already up on the um on the on, on in circle so it's in in the section called live events so <laughs> obviously and uh so that's ready for you to look at whenever in your own time uh just a reminder that there is a private podcast feed so everything that all the weekly calls and also there's a thought for the day so the link to that to subscribe to that is in circle as well kind of down towards the bottom in the sidebar uh, so that's a really great resource as well to make sure you're getting and also make sure you've completed. I think pretty much everyone has um, the intake form just so I have your address and some other details so that we can get your print playbook sent out to you because we've got a workbook that goes along with the, um, er, there's my notes, yeah, with the program. So there we go, news. So recapping last week. So last week our theme was change is possible and really just starting out, opening up your mind to the possibility that you can change. And so we, I shared like my story, but I also shared some examples of people that are, you know, have used the method, the, the process that you are going to be learning, that you're learning now with the Naturally Healthy Club to radically change their relationship with food and also you know their their bodies and their weight as well uh, and the key thing that I wanted you to really take away from last week is yeah that this is possible for you that it is possible for you to change because that's when we're at the beginning stages that's when we're like we're like you can be an impossibility where you don't feel like it well, could this be possible I don't know and so we wanted to just be opening up your mind and you don't have to have 100% belief that you can do this yet because uh, remember we're going to trust the process while we're while we're building that that belief in ourselves uh so that was that, that was the key message and we spoke about your naturally healthy self-concept which is just this um, this this idea or the, this thing in, in psychology of like we ha all have this view of how our self-concept like how we the type of person that we see ourselves at as and so part of change is like an essential part of change changing that is sustainable is to make sure that we're changing your self-concept at the same time that we're changing your habits and the so we did a, an exercise where I got you to just connect to the why, like why you want to become a naturally healthy person, because when it gets, there will be times on this journey where it doesn't feel like it's working, where things feel hard. And we want to have a strong reason why you're doing this so that you don't quit. So we did an exercise 
where I got you to just answer the question, like, why do you want to be naturally healthy? So if you haven't done that exercise, it's a good one to do at some point in time. Um, And then we also spoke about like just a high level that in the Naturally Healthy Club, there's two things we're working on to change our self-concept. So first is our habits and our process is really designed to to get you some habits that you're you're changing in terms of, of of like how you're interacting with food and then we're also working on our mindset and the the part of our the like the naturally healthy club that helps us with this mindset piece there are some habits involved with that but it's like our philosophy so I shared with you like a list of thoughts that we have as like these are the types of thoughts that a naturally healthy person will be thinking and those two together are really um really key to building this self-concept and to and to change and uh, the other thing I, I that we spoke about last week was just this idea of like in terms of setting your expectations I'd really encourage you rather than be coming in and trying to be like losing weight straight 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 from the get-go to actually focus on first keeping your learning to keep your weight stable and to really focus on the the habits and changing your relationship with food first so that a, it's taking the pressure off, but also so what whatever the, like what you're doing is really is, is a sustainable piece. Like so, it's like not like we're trying to like rush and and take shortcuts to be like to lose weight, so that we're like really grounded and um, and doing it in a very sustainable way. And then like once you've got getting these, building these habits and getting those habits in place, then we can start at, at setting your expectations for weight loss. Of course, if you really want to like set some hard goals and go for it, then do. But I think for most of us, the gentle approach is um, is much more successful. And we also spoke about uh, responsibility magic. So that is like what I expect from you guys. So I expect you to do your five-minute daily exercise that daily practice exercise which is the habit we'll be talking more about that I expect you to either attend a light the weekly call or watch the replay and the other thing is um, two other things one is to each week I'm expecting you to post something in the group so and most for most of us like just post it could be a question or something that you're struggling with but also like for most of us I'd recommend posting a tiny win so just noticing something and sharing that in the group because we change best when we feel good and so when we notice that we're doing something it might be whatever it is like um you know I just I just remembered at the end of the meal to put my cutlery down between bites amazing share that in the group because nothing's too small to celebrate And we want to get into, we want to have a culture of celebration and recognizing our progress. So that was last week. Oh, and the fourth thing on terms of responsibility is you have like my, the other thing I expect from you is to ask for help when you're struggling, ask for help. If something's not clear, ask for help. If you're feeling resistance or if you're checking out, like if any of those things come up where you're starting to think, oh, this isn't going to work for me, don't quit on yourself. Like just I'm here. I'm your coach. This is my job. This is what I love to do. It's not going to bother me. I want to like, and if you're struggling with something, I guarantee there'll be someone else in the group who's struggling with it, or there'll be someone in the in the future who's struggling with it. So by you letting, like being willing to, and being brave and to raise your hand when you're in those position, that's going to make it so much more like, like you're going to make me a better coach. You're going to make the group better. It's like, and, and you're going to get the help you need. So it's all for the good of all of us. Okay. And then, so that was our, that was last, last week. And then on the weekend, we did our workshop. And so there were three parts to it. So the first, and they were meant to be roughly an hour, but it didn't quite work out that way. Um, so the first part was we trust the process. And in that, that first part, I taught you about um, tiny habits. And so habit formation, which is like just all around making it as easy and doable as possible. And also this concept of celebrating success. And then we I shared with you our three-part process. And so the three parts to our process are the way we remembered it's L-I-T. So as in lit, lit. Um, so L for listening to our tummies, I for into making intentional choices and T for tracking progress. 
Uh, so we're, and we're going to be coming back to the process again and again and again. So I won't I won't go into that too much detail right now. Um, but I will. But we also uh, in the first hour we did uh, there's a progress quiz. So we did the progress quiz um, to set your baseline for the um, the habits and the mindset piece, so that you have we have a way to measure how you're tracking as we go. And we'll be doing that progress quiz at the end of each month. Um, and then the, we, the other thing we did in that first hour was we actually created some recipes, some tiny habit recipes for the first three habits that we're going to be working on together as a group. And the three habits, so they're, they're one for each part of the process. So the L for listen to our tummy, the tiny habit recipe that we created for that is putting our cutlery down between bites. So the recipe is when I like when I put food in my mouth that I'm going to put my cutlery down or I'm going to put the food down and chew thoroughly and enjoy it before I take my next bite. The second habit is our daily practice habit, which I mentioned before. And so that daily practice habit is anchoring us in with being someone who makes intentional choices. And we're starting that, that habit now. And when we talk about home play, I'll reiterate what, what you're meant to be doing there. And then the third habit is weighing yourself, weighing ourselves every day and recording the number. And that, of course, is our tracking. And if you're, um, if you're, if the thought of weighing yourself every day is freaking you out, I need you to let me know so that we can, like, we can work out either we can coach on it or we can work out an alternative for you. So, but for most of you, like for most of us, weighing ourselves every day is easy and it's the best solution. Um, so that was our first hour. And we also spoke, spoke about the celebration piece. That was the first, the first part. Um, then in the second part, the theme for that was like my thoughts create my results. And so in that part, we were talking about mindset stuff. And I explained how in, um, in psychology, like how our brains work is that we have thoughts. So the way I remember it is T-E-T-T-E-A. So we have thoughts and they drive our emotions. So we have a thought that causes us to feel something. And then the, from how we, we're feeling, that, that determines the actions that we take. And so if we're taking actions that aren't in, in line with where we want to get, get to, then in order to change that behavior, all we need to, well, the thing we need to do is to look back at what are the feelings that you're having and then what ultimately what are the thoughts that you're having. And this is like the uh, the foundation of like the type of coaching that I do and it's really changes changes everything everything like it always comes back to our thoughts and so we did a, an exercise then on um uncovering like the limiting beliefs or what I call obstacle thoughts so the, the those thoughts that are holding you back from making changes so we did did an exercise on that and then we spoke about your naturally healthy self-concept and we actually did an exercise a visualization exercise together where we were imagining um your you being like at the end of the six month you being that naturally healthy person and we also did a written exercise because um it's good to attack these things in different modalities so um we yeah we kind of uncovered and started to get clearer around what exactly it's going to be like for you to be that naturally healthy person and the more that you are clear on who you want to get to like where you want to be the easier the faster you're going to get there because you're like it just lights lights the way to to be becoming that naturally healthy person uh, and then we went through our naturally healthy philosophy, which I mentioned before. And so I'll, I'll go through that now. And this is something that we'll come back to each week. But it, these are the types of thoughts that are helpful in terms of you changing your self-concept and you becoming a naturally healthy person. So first is I am, I am naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy if that doesn't feel too feel believable. Then I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. I focus on one meal at a time. Curiosity, not condemnation, which is particularly important at any all points in time, but all particularly important when we're weighing ourselves, approaching it with that curious mindset. I feel my feelings, so that's around the emotional eating piece. 
there are no bad foods and I prioritize protein, my life is pretty amazing right now. So this is so that we remember that when we change our relationship with food and like lose weight and our bodies are different, it's actually, spoiler alert, is that your life is still like going to be life. There's going to be bad days and good days. And it's not like you're going to be in rainbows and daisies line. So I think it's important to recognize that actually life, your life now is pretty amazing. Um, I'm getting exactly what I need, exactly when I need it. So just this idea that there's no falling behind. And I, I want to do this. I can, can do this, which is one of the most powerful thoughts that you can think. Like when you're thinking, I want to do this, I want to do this so much better than, uh, is this going to work? I'm not, it's not going to work. So, uh, that's our philosophy that we will come back to every single week. And then the final part of that, that second hour in terms of this, the mindset stuff is we came up with, we did an exercise where we actually came up with what I call a belief plan. So a list of like three to five thoughts that you are going to think on purpose and that you're going to practice every day. Um, so if you haven't done a, a live event, you would get to do that exercise during um, during that second hour. Then the third hour or third part was uh, the theme for that was like I focus on one meal at a time and the this was a lot like a few different components but we spoke about nutrition and just my approach that how you eat and how much you eat is way more important than what you eat what you're actually eating and this idea that there's actually no bad food and that it's the the most important part is like the, the quantity piece and learning to listen to your tummy um, and that you know, it doesn't matter. Like if, if you're eating, well, it doesn't matter what you're eating. If you're overeating, then you're going to struggle. Whereas if you're eating the right amount for your body, you can be eating fast food. You could be eating whatever you'll, you will, um, you will be naturally healthy. And that's my kind of counterintuitive approach to nutrition. And also just this idea with me in nutrition that your body knows what's best for you. And that like by tuning in and really paying attention to how you feel in the moment when you eat stuff and how you feel afterwards, that you will be guided to the best foods for you and your body at this point in time. Um, so that was nutrition. And then we spoke about, um, yeah, in terms of like the, like what, like how to eat pace uh you know to to be focused on uh, eating enjoying proper meals and snacks and being intentional with your meal schedule rather than grazing all the time so having and we did an exercise for you to to come up with and decide like what your regular meal schedule is going to be like is it are you going to be a breakfast lunch dinner snack person are you going to be lunch snack dinner like but for you to decide now to start experimenting so you can uncover like what suits you in terms of your eating schedule um, as opposed to being someone who grazes all the time because when you're grazing all the time it's really hard to feel satisfied and the quality of the food that you're eating generally isn't as delicious uh, and also yeah it just it just it's very easy to be overeating if you're eating all the time and then so we did nutrition we did um deciding your, your meal and snack schedule as a starting point to experiment with um then we did um spoke about an emotional eating just in a kind of quick high level thing knowing that we're going to be doing in april a heap of work around this piece of learning to feel our feelings but we did do a little quick exercise of just feeling and breathing in terms of learning just taking a, a taster, dipping our toes in the water of this skill of being able to feel feelings instead of eating them. And then we, um, yeah, and then we went through a heap of common mistakes. So that was the live event in a nutshell. So did anyone have any um, questions or thoughts on that before we move on to this week's or any on anything I've um, spoken about so far before we move on to this week's? Um, oh, hi, Josh. It's Vicky. Hey, Vicky. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, Vicky. Good. I just had a question on the um one of the topics you covered in the live event. Yeah, um, right. about the my belief plan. You said that we should uh, be writing down about three to five beliefs. Is that every day, or how does that work? I kind of got lost a bit. Yeah, great, great, great. So yeah, so with your daily practice. 
at a minimum, you want to be writing down one sentence, which is, you know, I am becoming naturally healthy. Right. And then it's up to you, Vicky, to decide like how much extra you do in your belief plan. So if you, you might want to decide that some days, most days you're only going to just write some one sentence, but on other okay. days, if you feel inspired, you can write, you can expand it out and, and do more. Okay. And it can be anything that sort of comes to my mind or something. Well, you like, um, yeah, it can be just whatever affirmations that come into your mind, or you can have that, you can have a set list of beliefs that you're actively working on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'll play around with that and see. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no right and wrong, but it's as long as you're, as long as you're telling, like you're thinking some positive thoughts, like that's going to make a difference. Like, okay. So you might. Yeah, just just play with it, Vicky. But at the, at the minimum, you want to be writing down, I'm naturally healthy or I'm becoming naturally healthy. Okay, I got it. Thanks. Awesome, Vicky. Excellent question. Um, okay, did anyone else before we move on? Okay, now let's talk about maximizing pleasure. Yay. <laughs> um, okay, so why do we want to maximize the pleasure of food? Basically, like because it's fun. <laughs> um, and because it's there, because it's available to us. And but that's also other reasons as well. And that that is really because um, pleasure is a key part to satiety and that being able to feel satisfied. And like if you when we when we focus on the food and we're enjoying food, we're way more likely to feel that satisfaction than if we're eating like randomly and eating with distractions. So that's another huge motivator is because it really makes a difference to our satiety and it stops that like last supper eating when you like, um, you know, like giving yourself permission to enjoy food stops you from like finding yourself oh I'm you know here and there's these cookies and just eating eating overeating eating them because you're like oh actually you know what it's I'm going to be able to I'm going to have more cookies in my future I don't need to overeat them now um and also like experiencing pleasure is is a form of self-care and that's something that I learned from my sex coach last year that I worked with and just there's research around this that the people that tune into pleasure in all the different forms, whatever that is, it's a way to be more mindful and it, it like it it reduces stress and it also improves your relationships. So there's so much there's so like apart from the fun, there's a heap of added benefits to do it to tuning into to pleasure. And so um, we're going to first do the first part of our tasting exercise now. Then we'll talk about how to actually how to maximize the pleasure pleasure of food and then we'll do it the second part of our tasting exercise so first part of the tasting exercise is you've got your two pieces of food so i want you to um, open up your phone or um, whatever like what you grab your phone and just open up like whatever like social media or news site like whatever your favorite distraction is on your phone if you've got find yourself with a couple of spare seconds like what's your thing favorite thing to to do what's your guilty pleasure and then I want you to eat as fast as you can while you're focusing on your distraction. So while you're scrolling, eat as fast as you can and just, just see, see how that feels. Okay. And then if you haven't finished, just keep going in your own time with that that piece and I'll keep talking about I'll talk about um like how we maximize the pleasure of food so you can be distracted by my voice as well um, but if you've finished eating um then shut your phone in and don't get to don't get lost don't go down the rabbit hole of, of Instagram um, okay so yeah how do we maximize the pleasure of food and first thing is the first step is to this permission piece, like give yourself permission to eat what you really want. And that's why as part of our daily practice, I'm getting you to plan a treat every day because, um, it, and this is, this is really important because when you give yourself permission, like that's the first step to like to enjoyment. Whereas if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I shouldn't be having this, I shouldn't be having it, that, that that's a block to, to pleasure. So um, 
that's the first step. The second step is to enjoy the anticipation. So we give ourselves permission to have, so which is, you know, we plan our treat and then we want to enjoy the anticipation of that. So planning ahead allows you to enjoy like, and when you, and then we actually get, we can get just as much pleasure from looking forward to something as we can from actually having it, which is pretty amazing. And dopamine, which is the reward, um, like the neurotransmitter that feels really good in our brains, that gets released like um, when we actually have when we actually anticipate the reward so it actually gets released before we actually receive the the reward and so and there there was research done on cocaine addicts where they were looking at like i don't know how they measured dopamine in their brains but the addicts actually when they saw the cocaine they released more dopamine than when they actually took it. So enjoying anticipation is a really great way to get a lot of pleasure and a lot of enjoyment without actually having to eat anything. So like this is really fun. So we've got first steps to give ourselves permission. Next is to enjoy that anticipation. And then the third is to like slow down and focus on the food. So basically the opposite to what you just did. So that's why we have got this habit. I'm focusing on building this habit of putting your cutlery down or putting your food down between bites because we want to slow down our eating experience. Because when you're shoveling, like just the the physical chemistry of if you're putting eating quickly and putting large amounts of food in your mouth, the actual amount that's get that's the surface area that's actually touching your taste buds and the pleasure that you're able able to get from that is significantly less than if you're having small amounts and you're chewing that chewing it thoroughly so so we want to slow down focus on the food like give the food your attention um, and make it a, like make it an occasion like serve the food out so that you can appreciate the how the visuals of how it looks rather than being like just grabbing stuff out of a um out of the bag and um, and I want you to like when you when you're eating, getting into the habit of like pretending like you're Nigella Lawson, like you know she gets so excited about it, and she's really into it. Like channel your inner Nigella of like somebody. I'm someone who really enjoys pleasure, and I I'm really focused on it. Um, and then you can also like play around with like taking smaller bites or taking bigger bites and how that feels and chewing things for longer or less and or let holding things in food in your mouth and letting it melt. Um, or just seeing how, like, if you're not chewing, like how that change, how the your experience of the food in your mouth changes. Like, there's so many aspects that you can play around with. Um, so that's yeah, and closing your eyes as opposed to leaving them open, and just yeah, noticing. And so that's slowing down and focusing on the food is a huge component to maximizing the pleasure. And then the last step is coaching yourself when you want more. So this is for if you're like. If you if you're when you're when you know you've had enough, like when you're feeling satisfied, but then your body, your brain, let's say you've like you've planned a cupcake and you've had your cupcake, and then your brain's like, oh yeah, but I want more. This was so good, I want another one. Um, and what you want to do in in that when that happens, and it's not if that happens because it's going to happen, or you've had a glass of wine and you, your brain's like, yeah, I want another one. Um, you just want to just learn to coach yourself and so what that looks like is just like first of all like not arguing with yourself like of course you want more the cookie was delicious that cupcake was amazing like this glass of wine was spectacular like of course you want more but then we want to just remind ourselves in the moment of why we actually only had um and it's just us oh step one yeah good question emma so step one's um, permission, give yourself permission. Step two is enjoy the anticipation. Step three is, just got a chicken outside, they're escaped. Um, step three is slow down and focus on the food and then, and and yeah, slow down. And then step four is to coach yourself when you want more um, because you are going to want more. And it's just reminding you, like getting into the habit of reminding yourself why you wanted to, why you only, why you wanted to stick to the, that plan and why you, why you created, decided that that was your plan to begin with. And also the other cool hack for, um, for wanting more is just 
to remind you, like to get a plant. So say you like, you know, there's another cupcake there telling yourself, oh yeah, I can have that later. So getting a plan of actually, I'm going to have that cupcake tomorrow and getting a definite plan in your head about and delaying rather than, than denying yourself. So that's, that's the kind of theory part of maximizing pleasure. Now we're going to do our um, tasting exercise, the second part. And so this, for this one, this part, so you've got your second piece of food and I want you just to pretend for now that you're an alien who's come out of space. You haven't ever been in a human body. So this is your first time in a new body and you've never eaten whatever what you're just about to eat before. Like So we want to approach it with this like, oh, this is a new experience for me. So it's like you're experiencing it for the first time. And I want you to approach it with like curiosity and fascination. So first thing we're going to do is like just pick up your food and have a look at it. Like check out the color, check out the shape. Just, just notice like what are you noticing about how it looks? Is it shiny? Is it dull? Does it look rough or smooth? And then you can close your eyes if you, if you feel like closing your eyes, but you don't have to. And just like use your finger to feel the food, like feel the the texture how does it feel to your to your touch what's the surface like and how does like the weight feel in your hand and like does it feel heavy or does it feel light and then the temperature like is it warm is it cold is it body temperature and then bring the um bring the food up to your nose and just have a little smell and just check out like what's the aroma like just what what am i noticing here when i smell this and then the, the next step is to um, get the food and just run it along your lip. So just gently run it along your lip. And just notice like how that feels. Do it a couple of times. And then we want to take a small bite, just like a tiny, tiny, the smallest bite you can take. Put the food in your mouth and hold it in your mouth and just get curious. Like, well, what am I noticing here? Like what is the what's what's the flavors coming through? Does it does it taste how I expected it to taste based on how it smelled, or is it different? Is it unexpected? And then you can gently start to chew. And we want to like just notice like how is the flavor? How does it feel in your mouth? How does it how does it is it changing as you chew, or do you want to chew, or do you want it to? Is it do you want to just hold it in your mouth and let it melt, or um, what feels good? And then we want to, when you feel ready, you can swallow and take a breath. And then I want you to take a bigger bite. So like go in a bit, bit, bit harder. You might like to pop the rest of it in your mouth if, it's, if there's not that much left. And again, like just get curious. What am I noticing? And just chew and be open to whatever the sensations are that are, that are coming up or let it melt, let it, let, hold it in your mouth. Just go with what, what you feel like doing. And then when you've swallowed, if you've got your eyes closed, you can open your eyes back up. And, yeah, like what did you notice? So you can either type in the chat or, um, yeah, or if someone wants to, does anyone want to volunteer to share, like their ex, to talk about their experience? <laughs> Leanne's like, can I eat the rest of my cookies? Absolutely, <laughs> if you want to, Leanne, go for it. Okay, Samantha. I I chose something that wasn't just like one thing okay it's um do you need to know what it is can you tell us yeah yeah it's don't make fun of me of course not it's just it's a lovely piece of multi-grain toast ah. with goat cheese and my homemade jam oh my god that sounds amazing <laughs> I just, it's one of my most favorite things and I'm working on not, um, on giving myself permission to have that bread, to have that 
bit of goat cheese to have the jam. Yeah. Emma's asking, where's mine, Samantha? (laughs) (laughs) What sort of jam is it, Samantha? Uh, This time it was blueberry, cherry, and cranberry. Oh, mixed berry. Yum, yum. Amazing. And I really noticed all three textures, really more than that, because the bread has several. Yeah, of course. The yeah. Part, the inner part, the chewy part. Yeah. Just lovely. Excellent. And what was your experience of the like second part of the exercise versus the first part? Much as I anticipated, pardon me. When I eat like that, I don't I really don't even remember it. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it didn't even happen, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like such a big contrast. Yeah, so good, Samantha. So, how are you feeling about the your toasted goat cheese combo now? It's I love it. Oh, so good, you love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But do you feel like like you can have it, and you're not going to need to like if you like eat in that way like you're not going to need to go back for like the rest of the loaf hey yeah I think I can be okay with just one piece because I tend to always want two or more I'm sorry about that my phone is coming through excellent did anything surprise you about it Samantha how silky the jam was right right not just sweet but a silky texture yeah beautiful so kind of like like chocolatey in that in that soft like smooth yeah right amazing so good oh I love it Samantha yum I've never tried goat's cheese with jam but I love that idea (laughs) (laughs) excellent okay so Bill said dark chocolate. It was rich and creamy. Oh, Sharon had dark chocolate and peanut butter. And she was surprised how sweet the chocolate was compared with the peanut butter. So great. Um, well, Vicky had a mini donut, a Timbit. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, great. Um, let's do view, speaker view, gallery view, so I can see, see you guys. Um, yeah, right. Leanne's saying I knew that this will be huge for me. I shovel my food routinely. Great. Mary said, um, I found that taking a breath after a small bite was really effective, right, at helping focusing me on the pleasure rather than thinking immediately about the next bite. Yeah, so that's like, yeah, taking that time to go, oh, actually, what's it, what is in my mouth, like, rather than be thinking about the next, next bite. Yes, excellent. Great. So I hope I've sold you all now on the, like, like on why we want to like eat and focus on our food when we're eating like does anyone have any like oh I don't know about it this eating without distractions things does anyone have any resistance to to that or any worries about it um I have a I have a worry I want yeah, to tell me tell me tell okay. me um so I picked I wrote in the chat I picked a mini donut as yeah. my treat for today so um it was very delicious but I've noticed that in the past, I used to be sort of like, you know, mini donuts, you can have one, you can have two, you eat too many, you know, but then I also noticed now, more now, like in the past few years, if I have something sweet, very sugary or very sweet something, I almost enjoy it too much. Like I feel this like whoosh. Up oh, in like, my- a sugar, like a sugar rush? Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not sure then if I should like gravitate away from those things or still enjoy them or how to deal with that kind of thing. Well, Sounds confusing, I know. No, 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 that makes sense, Vicky. So do you like it's it comes down to like what do you really want? Like no, rather than thinking about it in terms of what I should or shouldn't be doing, like did okay. you do I really want to be eating these don't mini donuts? Because if you really want them, 
yes the answer is yes make sure you include them in your like plan to okay. have them yeah yeah but it and also but if you but and also like it doesn't you don't have to decide now for for now and always like just being like mm-hmm. taking it like because for now it might feel like yeah I really want to have these donuts for now but then you might get sick of them yes. and there might be something else that you want to have as a treat so yeah I just noticed that it's almost it was very good but almost too sweet for me so maybe my taste buds are changing exactly a exactly. little bit yeah and if so. you just get be guided by your taste buds and be guided by what you really want then like you might find that yeah it is too sweet and it actually I could have that but actually I'd rather have like a bag of chips or something like you know yeah like, yeah or some cheese like yeah so it's okay like, yeah how does that feel Vicky like if you're approaching it from this like what I want rather than what I should be or shouldn't be having um I think that works for me yeah. Um, because I used to think, you know, trying to be on a diet, every you either have the good foods or the bad foods. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and it can take a while to get out of that mentality. And I, like, I've been doing work on this for a long time, time, Vicky. Like, and I yeah. still have some residual, like, oh, you know, highly processed industrial corn I still yeah. I still feel like oh that feels bad but I'm like I'm working like so it's like like working on uncovering on getting letting go of those those thoughts about good food and bad food and tuning into what feels good to me it's, yes yeah it's my okay awesome great great Vicky so it feels okay for now yeah I think yeah. so thanks yeah okay Leanne's love this Leanne my, my efficient person, I get so much done while I'm eating. <laughs> How would you feel about talking about that, Leanne? Um, yeah, you know, I sit down with the coffee and whatever I'm eating for breakfast and I look at the weather and look at the news and make sure I know, you know, where I'm supposed to be that day and what appointments I have and um yeah to just sit there and do nothing but eat seems very different very different right very different and I know there will be times particularly at work I I I don't really have a choice like if I want to eat I have to eat and work at the same time yeah cool cool which is like and so yeah anyone that has that requirement like I guess the thing to keep in mind with this is like yeah of course like if the and also like that there's going to be times where you need to eat and do other things and totally no dramas but it's like what we what we want to do is like just notice just know that you're trading off like you're missing out on pleasure when that happens so what are the other times where you're eating where you are where you where you have a choice like this yeah. whole issue is huge for me. Huge. <laughs> just no, really, like it's probably one of the biggest, the biggest issues for me is I mean, my diet's relatively healthy, but I've just gotten in this habit. I, I was chatting with somebody on the um the circle, and you know, I've been a nurse for 30 years, and <laughs> you just you shovel in your food so fast. And it's just become my the way I eat. And um uh, but are you, how do you, like, do you want to continue that, no. Leanne? Yeah, great, no. great. So, again, no. it comes back to, like, what do you really want? Yeah. Not that, not that, because I know that's why I overeat, and then I don't feel good. And and then you're missing yeah. out on the, like, <laughs> it doesn't taste as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next time your brain's, like, like, so maybe, like, what would be good to do is like just like look at think about your schedule and think about like what's one meal that you can make sure every day like yeah yeah. so what what meal do you think would work best for you oh it depends on the day okay cool cool. yeah Yeah, probably probably mostly dinner yeah great great well and that's the like if you can do dinner where you're eating without distractions like because that's dinner's the one that we tend to overeat the most so because it's the end of the day and we're tired so yeah 
Yeah. So how how would that feel as like just focus like some every day at least choosing one meal? Yeah, no, that seems doable. Yeah. And just this and idea you- that like I get so much more done. Like I can, I can get a lot of stuff done when I'm eating. Like, yeah. yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you really want to like, look, like, cause that isn't there like, and selling yourself on the actually, and actually from a like productivity perspective, there's heaps of research around how taking breaks actually makes us more productive. And like mm-hmm. our humans aren't designed to be like robots where we're working 24 seven. And we, when we like do take breaks, like the, the work that we do after that break is better quality and like we, we get a lot more done with a smaller amount of time so yeah do you think like you'll be able to coach yourself on that Leanne I think it will be a process <laughs> I think it'll be a process but you're open yeah. to it yeah 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 okay cool how does that feel for now Leanne good good yeah good okay Marnie how are you going with this idea of um like got a lot of work on at the moment and <laughs> um using eating as a time to are you are you open to changing that like do you want to change that because or, or not you don't like you um, don't have to i guess i could try like one meal a day or something because it's going to be a slow process i think <laughs> yeah right right one meal a day where you're like reminding yourself that this is like you're actually doing this for you yeah yes okay yeah, with like, does that feel okay, Marnie? Like, um, I'm feeling a bit pressured this week, so maybe not this week, but possibly, yeah. As as time goes on, I think I'll be able to do it. Yeah, but it also, Marnie, like, like when you like the actual amount of time of that you're eating, it actually, even if you're eating slowly, it isn't that much. So, like, just thinking about like this in the future like when you when you feel ready to to do it like like yeah just remembering like that's there's actually like a heap to get be gained from it okay yeah I'll try it and see how it goes yeah yeah okay did what was your experience did you do the tasting exercise Yes, I did, but it was it was only a hazelnut, so it, I just noticed that it tasted stronger than it it smelled or felt. Right, um, right. Yeah. Okay, but the eating it with like eating it quickly versus eating it slowly wasn't. Did you notice much difference? Didn't seem to make a lot of difference actually. The but one it's hazel- only a very small thing. One yeah. hazelnut, yeah, <laughs> That's right. yeah. So that might be a good good experiment to do, Marnie. Is um, when you are ready to like play around with this, actually do it with a meal where you have half and and for anyone else that wants to delve deeper in this, like to really get that experience of how much better stuff tastes, have that like eat the first half of the meal with distractions and then come back, like set a timer or whatever and then come back and then eat the second of the half of the meal where you're focusing on it. Um, do you think that might be a fun thing to do, Marnie? So, because because at the moment, if you don't have that experience, that it's actually more pleasurable to to focus on the food, then you've got no reason to do it. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Half a meal sounds much more doable than a full meal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And just play around with it. Or maybe it's like you set a time in like the first two minutes, you focus on the food, and then after that, then you can go back to your distractions. That's right. They say the, the you get the most taste in the first six bites or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So why don't you maximize that? Yeah. Start yeah. that way. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. So Chris is saying this is a, this will be challenging for me too. Christy, are you able to talk? Um. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So tell what what's coming up for you, Chris? Um. Yeah, similar to what um, others um, were saying too. Um, you know, I do a lot of stuff when I'm when I'm eating. So I sometimes drive and eat. You know, like, um, and I think also the slowing down can be quite difficult. Like, then I get bored or I get restless or it just seems to take so long. 
I don't know. I think there's something about permission maybe even, you know, that it's okay okay to give yourself permission to slow down. I'm not sure. take time. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's like, there's like, that it's actually, it's it's actually okay for you to take that time for yourself and that that you deserve it kind of thing. Do you think that's part of it? I think that's in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, it's a real habit to, um, it's a real habit just to do other stuff, you know, and I know full well, like Leanne was saying about, it just makes you eat more. I know all that. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some, yeah. Well, like you just said, Leanne, some boredom, some restlessness, some, you know, it can be uncomfortable. To, yeah. So I think like you were just saying earlier, you know, maybe um, it's about, you know, those first, you know, six bites or something. Um, and then maybe a check-in halfway through or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, so you're open, but you're open to experimenting and trying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Because that's all we need for now, Chris. Um, yeah. And actually, the, and like for everyone that's feeling a bit of resistance to eating, eating, like focusing on the food, so many people come with that. Like it's really common. And Mm. I'm going to repost, there's a post from Melanie, like, because she was like super resistant to it in the beginning. And then she's like, it ends up being her favorite thing. Like it's one of her favorite times of the day now. So that's, that's often happens is like when you feel worried or like you're worried about getting bored and restless, that actually you can turn it around like to where it's like when you learn that skill of focusing on the food, that it actually becomes an enjoyable, relaxing part of the day rather than which mm. I know it can seem like you're looking like no way Jules I don't believe <laughs> yeah I'm not sure you know I, I know that it the, the, the experience is different and um uh you know it helps you to be aware like I kind of get all the theory yeah um, but it's just to actually um do it you know, I like I, I acknowledge that the food tastes better, but I think the kind of restlessness and the boredom and the um, all that other stuff kind of comes in over the top, and then it's tricky um, to not distract. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to feel those those negative emotions. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also about um, using that opportunity virtually to zone out you know that zoning out that you can do with food so it kind of has become a bit of a habit to okay I'm just going to look at Instagram I'm going to look at social media especially at dinner so it's probably a time that I need to actually slow down maybe and not use food as the numbing and the but you're, social but you're, media but you're not even letting you're not even letting the food numb you you're letting you're using social media to numb you and so you're That's like true, yeah. you're missing out on yeah. the like you're not even giving yourself permission to be so it's actually eating mm. eating in that way and letting yourself be like soothed by the food you're not letting yourself do that because you're going to using instagram as well yeah true yep yeah and this is what if chris like this is actually an opportunity for you to learn how to feel a bit of discomfort like to actually feel mm-hmm. a bit of restlessness and feel a bit of boredom mm crazy idea hey it is <laughs> but it's like this is actually yeah. an op- this is actually a huge opportunity to learn yeah 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 have, that's why I'm here that's why you're here <laughs> yeah 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 well that's yeah. right and it's like you know you you know you know what that that experience of like of eating with distractions is like and where that's leading you mm-hmm. so being willing to like yeah just like yeah. okay I might actually like I might be wrong about this. Maybe there's there's something here for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Leanne? If like we're framing it in that terms of in that in terms of like, actually, this is an opportunity for me to learn to to feel my discomfort and to feel that boredom. Oh, hang on. Let's um unmute you. All right. Am I there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I was about to post to everybody. You're like, this is an opportunity to 
to feel some to, to learn to feel some discomfort. I don't know. I was gonna say, well, that sounds terrible. Why would I tell you that? But um, <laughs> no, I think it's all valuable and I wouldn't be here and committing to the time and paying the money and um where was it? Was it I think it was on the circle somebody posted a quote from somebody that, you know, if you're not willing to put the work in, then why do you bother wanting it? Yes, that was James Clear yeah. quote. I can't remember who said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why, like, why do you even talk about it and whine about it and think about it if you're not willing to put the work into changing it? So, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. So this idea of like, okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm willing to, I'm here for the discomfort, bit of restlessness, yeah. bit of boredom. Yeah. 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 And also, like, just for everyone, like, with that, if you're feeling bored by the food, that's a sign that you're not really like that you've had enough, that you're satisfied, like that you don't really oh, need. To. Yeah, like something that we'll 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 cover later. Okay, this has been so great. It's good to like uncover these, um, like hugging, uncover the resistance. So thank you, like for like being honest, everyone that's like that's spoken there, Marnie and Chris and um, Leanne, because this is a this is a really really common thing. Um, Okay, so that's that's like so good, so good. Such we're off to such a great start here. So in terms of um, our home play, like what we're going to be focusing on this week. So we've got three our three habits that we're focusing on. So one is the daily practice habit, and we're doing a two week challenge for the daily practice. And so the details for that are in the circle. And what you're doing at this stage with your daily practice is two things you do. So one is writing down that thought of I'm I'm becoming naturally healthy so or and if you want to expand that out into your full belief plan Vicky yes great but at a minimum you're writing I'm becoming naturally healthy and then the second part of your daily practice habit is planning a treat every day so deciding what just at least one thing that you're going to eat just for the pleasure of it and then, so that's our daily practice habit. The second part of the home play is to start weighing yourselves every day. So that's a, a new habit. For That's the second habit. Um, does anyone have any resistance to weighing themselves every day? Is anyone freaking out about that? Just wanted to check in. No? Okay, just type in the chat if you... If you, if you do, like totally not a problem, but if you do, like, I want you to let me know so that we can work together to come up with a, an alternate plan. And, um, and our third habit for our home play, so we're working on three new habits. So because we want, there's three parts to our process and so we're working on a, a habit for each of those. So the daily practice is the I for intentional. Um, Daily weighing is T for tracking and then cutlery down is um, the L for listening to our body. So putting your cutlery down between bites to slow down. And even if you're eating with distraction, like so even if you're not, like if you, you're at work, um, like Leanne's and she can't, like she needs to like do other stuff as well and still like put that cutlery down just to give you um, some space. And... Um, Okay, great. Great, Marnie. Thank you for being honest. So she says, I'm not freaking out yet, but today was the second day and the weight went up. <laughs> okay, remember, you're just doing this with curiosity. We're just doing this to learn, Marnie. So keep going. Yeah. If you're still willing, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, happy scale. So Leanne had asked a good app for tracking weight. So a few people use happy scale. Um, and there's another one called um, Act. X, 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 I think it's AKI. X, there's a X in the BMI that, that Lisa used. Um, something like that. Um, yeah, but I think Happy Scales is good. I use the Fitbit app. So, because my scales are like Wi Fi scales, they're connected. Um, okay, great. So, we've got our three habits and then the Fourth, fourth part to the home play, I know this feels like a lot, but they're, they're tiny habits and we're building them um, together, is just to post one tiny win in the group this week. So share in circle, like just when you notice, like, yeah, I weighed myself again. <laughs> um, 
yes, like definitely like just post in the, in the group um, or d- nothing's too small to share. So when I, like, you know, if you, I, you know, I, I remembered to put my cutlery down at the very end of a meal. Great. Share that. Okay, have a beautiful week. And of course, if you have any questions, just post in the group or message me in the group. And um, yeah, next week we'll be um, talking about this weighing ourselves with curiosity. And yeah, same same time, same back channel. So have a good week, everyone. And I'll see you guys in the group. Okay, bye.